0: Hey, good afternoon, Top Fans. It's Bill from Top Fan Rivalry with a new clubhouse, a new guest of the clubhouse, and a new team, one that I have been looking forward to and I am so excited to have on. We'll get to that in a second. But, Andy, thank you for joining us this afternoon.
1: Absolutely. Thankful to be here.
0: Thank you very much. Now, you have a favorite baseball team. Who would that be?
1: I have a couple, but by location, it's the Nationals
0: ah the nationals which by the way dodgers fans this will drop tomorrow let's not talk about what happened on monday Andy (laughs) had nothing to do with that she was you know she was closer to nationals park than she was us she had nothing to do with that so we're not gonna hold her accountable tell me experiences tell me how you became a a baseball fan i i gotta assume it was childhood stuff but please by all means
1: Most definitely. So I was, you know, lucky enough to grow up as a military brat. And so, you know, being all over the country and everything, you know, I was born in Northern California, grew up in Texas, visited family in Northern California. And so for me, you know, I remember the good old days of baseball. And so there were times to where my dad and my grandparents, you know, going out into, you know, the San Francisco area that I was thankful enough to get to go to, you know, the A's and the Giants games. And I remember those, you know, fond memories of some of the best times of growing up, of being with family and going and doing that. And, you know, in Northern California, the Battle of the Bay is big, whether it's baseball or football. When you put those teams together, it's once a year. It's always sold out. It could be completely dead the rest of the season. But you know that those those two games for football and baseball are going to be absolutely jam-packed. And so going and getting to see those, um, it really was where my love of baseball started. Um, And then, you know, now, as far as recent memories, my girls, they are, you know, not as big into baseball as I am, but they still love going out to the ballpark. And I'm hoping that one of them is going to really like get going and pick it up and take it. But they love going down to the ballpark and it's something that I shared with my dad and my grandparents. And so I hope that it's some of the fondest memories that they have of growing up of getting to go out to the ballpark.
0: Absolutely. See, that's what I love about baseball, right? Is it's, it's family and you're dragging your girls to the ballpark. And, and that's that time where you're not in, I'll call it the familiar area of of family or a, a home where you can be at the ballpark, eating yucky food, drinking, you know, soda or whatever, and just talking with your girls great time
1: yeah well and the nice is not only is it just the girls but you know you get to the ballpark and it doesn't matter it's like you get to the ballpark and it doesn't matter if it's your family or your friends or the people who are four rows down in front of you everybody at the game who's in you know the shouting distance becomes the baseball family and once you go to enough games and you sit in the same sections you start to know the names, know the faces, see the people that are always there. And then like you have your family and then like you have your extended baseball family that you get to go and see at all the games. And we're pretty lucky that we get to, you know, sit pretty much in the same area every time we go. So we've definitely met some great people at the ballpark that we see on a pretty regular basis that they're baseball family now.
0: I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, Okay. So you got your, your baseball family. Now let's switch to players. So. Favorite player, maybe past and present, or you choose, and why?
1: Uh, so I have a couple of favorites. Um, okay. So as far as you go, um, you know, Josh Bell. Is definitely one of the family favorites here. You know, he always puts on a good show. You know, not only is he great to watch while he's playing, but as far as when it comes to his fan interactions and everything else, he is so family oriented on the field and making sure that like all the kids that are around him, you know, he's just there and he's kind of that community baseball player. And so it's really great to see him interact with people and really try and draw the crowd in and interact with them. So that's my. My NAS player. Um, but then I'll take you back a bajillion years to growing up. And, you know, my favorites were, you know, being in Texas, you know, Cal Ripken Jr., you know, being on the West Coast with the A's, we've got our Mark McGuire and our Jose Canseco. And then I still, you know, all the controversy with, you know, Barry Bonds, you know, I was there during, you know, when he was doing his, you know, you know, history making, you know, home runs, you know, I was at game for one of the ones in his five hundreds, you know, there. And so those are like the, those moments moments where you remember that I was there for that. And so those are my old school players, but definitely Josh Bell from the Nats now, because he's such a, a great player. He's so community oriented.
0: I, I love those players that you mentioned. Cal Ripken, when he broke the Ironman record and he ran around the entire stadium, like he didn't have to do that. Um, I, you know, I love those guys. Mark McGuire, he's always kind of been a closet favorite of mine. Um, he doesn't live very far from me. Um, okay. probably about 15 minutes, but he's, he's the guy that if you bump into him in the grocery store, he'll sign for kids. He's, he's very polite. He's not, I mean, he's the Hulk. I promise you, like he is, he could bench press me with one arm and then be grabbing his soda with the other one. I, I mean, but he's so fantastic to people. Um, Barry, I swear didn't take steroids bonds. I've got a great story to tell you offline about him, <laughs> but he is, um, He's another one of those guys that you, he's got a certain quiet dignity that most people don't recognize, but we'll, we'll talk about that one offline. I don't want to get either one of us in trouble here on that one, (laughs) but those are great players. I mean, a lot of the guys from the eighties to, you know, you know, you're mentioning eighties, nineties, two thousands guys, a lot of great players out there and they played the game, right. And it wasn't about the money. It was just, you know, doing it right. You've got Derek Jeter in New York. You've got no more Garcia par in Boston. You have plenty of those guys
1: yeah right. so it's definitely my favorite era of baseball then not to not to discount what's going on now but you know those are you know now i think there's so much other stuff that's kind of gotten in the way and you have a lot of the 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 endorsements and all the other stuff and it kind of takes a little bit away from the game and so that 80s 90s early 2000s those are you know that's the that's the homegrown baseball that like is what got me into liking baseball in the first place
0: yes absolutely i love it i love it i love it i love it okay let's switch to your travels now you said you've been around so which ballparks have you visited
1: oh let's see well, obviously the ballpark in arlington um right. camden yards gone to a couple of orioles games and it's nice because it's one of those big historic you know ones that if you haven't been go it's right. beautiful um Kaufman Stadium, flew in opening day game for a Royals game because it was my birthday and it was opening day, got <laughs> off of work, hopped on a plane, flew to Kansas City, went to the ballpark um, to go watch the Royals. And they just so happened to win before they called the game. So that was good. <laughs> um, there you go. Obviously, um, you know, obviously. Pac Bell Park, Oracle Field, Um, so all those different places. And I had the luxury when I was younger. Actually, the year that Colorado, the Rockies, the year that they were introduced, I actually lived in Colorado when I was young. And I remember we got to go to the stadium the first year it was there. You know, I still have the pack of baseball cards. That's the original starting lineup from the first Colorado Rockies. That's still in the plastic. That's never even been touched. Um, so yeah, so uh, definitely, then there are a couple of like bucket list baseball fields that I want to go to.
0: Tell me about them. That was going to be my next question. So let me set it up. You got a okay. month. Okay. You got a month. You and your girls got a month. Money's not an object. You got a month. You're going to travel. You're going to do it. However, RV flights, whatever. Give me five bucket list places you want to go to. I love this. I love that you went into this.
1: Five bucket list. So yeah. obviously. You have to go to Yankee Stadium because they're just, they're baseball. Um, I'd love to go up to Boston and catch a game, um, have family up there, would love to go to baseball up there and see a Red Sox game. Um, Where else? I'm trying to think of some other places. Before I die, I am going to go to a Field of Dreams game.
0: Amazing. Amazing.
1: Yeah. Like, you know, when it was on last year, I was just like, wait, wait a second. What is this? And then you like watched it with the intro and everything else. And I'm like, if I, if I have to like sell a kidney at some point in time, I'm going to go to a field of dreams game before I die. Um, Dodger stadium. I've never been there. Would love to go there. Um, Maybe I'll make it out there when, you know, the Nats go and play or any of the other teams that I, I root for. It doesn't really matter who they're playing against. And I don't, um, I don't know. I think those are really the ones that are like the key ones that are, are really big, maybe go down to St. Louis and see a game in St. Louis since I've been to Kansas city. But I think, I think Boston, New York, LA, um, you know, those are, those are definitely ones that I want to get to at some point in time before, you know, I die or can't climb the stairs at the stadiums anymore.
0: Right. So the ones that I, you do that's a great list because you nailed most of the ones. So when I ask that question, most people, I hear LA, Boston, New York, PNC park, because it's just really picturesque in Pittsburgh. Right. Right. And Wrigley. I hear Wrigley in St. Louis a lot. So yeah. I, um, if you're going to go to Dodger stadium, you got to let me know ahead of time, because I'll teach you how to get on and off the mountain um, without <laughs> getting stuck on there. Cause there's only two ways on and two ways off that, that mountain, Oh, and no. you, you can get stuck in the parking lot for 90 minutes if you're not careful at the end of the I, game. So I believe I will walk you through that. <laughs> so that, that's an awesome bucket list. And those are awesome stadiums that you've, you've been to. I, I wish I could have been. I, I saw the old Yankee Stadium before it got torn down. I've been to the new Yankee Stadium. I've done the tour at Fenway. You can go and take a tour, pay 18 bucks or 20 bucks or something like that. And that's fun. Um, but I wish I could have seen old Arlington Stadium before they started using whatever it's now called Global Field or whatever. It, I
1: just... it, it, it was gorgeous. And I cannot believe that, like, it seemed like it just, it it wasn't utilized for near as long as it should have been. But it was an absolutely beautiful stadium.
0: So now you got high school uh, games being played there. And I'm thinking that's a little big for a high school stadium. But all right, whatever. Not Texas. Yeah, that's they true. Take their
1: sport seriously. <laughs> ah, that's true. I forgot. Yeah. No.
0: Sorry, Texas people that are listening to this. I apologize. She <laughs> put it out correctly. My bad. Uh, all right. So, so we are
1: the Friday night lights. It's uh it is A, when it comes to sports, it okay. is in Texas. It is done and it is done big. It's go big or go home. I grew up there. Texas will still always be home. And so it's fantastic.
0: The, um, I, I've been to Texas a number of times. I've been to Dallas. I haven't been to any of the stadiums. Most of it was business travel. Um, and, and I'll tell you one thing. You're driving down, you know this, you drive down the street that is a residential street and three doors in is a barbecue place that doesn't uh-huh. look like it belongs there but you get out and you have it in some of the best barbecue you've ever had. Right? Absolutely. I mean that's <laughs> sexy. and you walk in and everybody's got a gun on their hip and you're going, "Wait a second, I'm from California. We don't carry guns like that." Um, but everybody's got a gun in your hip, so nobody's robbing anything because 40 <laughs> of the customers got guns. So
1: That's that's a Pretty accurate statement.
0: <laughs> I, was, woo, I love Texas. Every time I've been there, I've been there in July, and I don't love it as much in July as I, I do in in May, you know, uh, or in in March when it's not as warm. But you know.
1: yeah, no, it gets it gets it gets a, it gets a little miserable um, in these months. I think I talked to my mom the other day, and it was like 113 degrees with the heat index. It was like 101 mm-hmm. without the heat index they're pretty miserable. They're up taking their dogs for walks at you know, 5am because otherwise the, um, you know, otherwise the asphalt's too hot and it's still like 80, 90 degrees at, you know, six o'clock in the morning. So I don't miss that aspect about Texas. Let's stay in Virginia, but we'll,
0: yeah. So and we'll keep it I, that way. Yeah. I'll, I'll keep it. <laughs> I'll never forget a time I was in Arizona on a business trip and I was talking to my wife and it was eight, 17 in the morning. I looked at the rental car clock. And it was 97 degrees out at 817 in the morning. And she says, is it hot? And I, and I called her by name and I said, let me answer it this way. And I called her by name. And I said, I think I just saw the devil walk by me looking for air conditioning. What do you think? <laughs> like, she's, okay, it must be hot. <laughs> goes, Don't follow him. Don't follow him. Yes, dear. Oh boy. All right. Hey, Andy, you've been awesome. I got one final question for you. Okay. okay? We are 70 games into the season. Well, you got about 70 games left. I'm sorry. We're about 90, 90 to 95 games, depending on the team. And so you've got about 70 to 75 games left. Um, obviously, this hasn't been the season that you were hoping for. But what do you look forward to for the rest of the season?
1: I think at this point for the rest of the season, it'd be really nice if they could pull it out, maybe get us a little bit closer to, you know, another one of those World Series trophies. Maybe mm-hmm. I have a pick at least, you know, at the clubhouse or at the club level, you know, it's in there. It's nice and pretty and shiny. So at least we can go and visit it if we don't get another one, but hopefully we will. Um, yeah. But I think the biggest thing for this season is just getting back out to as many games as we can, you know, with COVID the last Couple of years and everything, and not having baseball, you know, for a solid, you know, year and a half. Um, this season, we've really just tried to get out to as many games as we can to be with friends, be with family. Um, And to just go out there and just watch the players doing what they do best. And so that's, I think that's our goal for the rest of this. As I said, you know, we're going to Sunday's game, there's going to be a lot more that are going to be in before we transition over into hockey season. Um, But, you know, we'll definitely be out there for that looking forward to seeing the familiar faces with the players and the fans. And, you know, having that sense of normalcy, because I think that through all of this stuff, you know, being in the medical profession and everything else, baseball is one of the things that's kind of gotten a lot of people through because it's one of the only places that you can go in and everybody's so happy to see everybody. And so that's what definitely world series. or not just getting out to as many games as I possibly can and seeing those familiar faces and new ones and, and making those memories with my girls.
0: Absolutely. I, that was the one thing about the 2020 season um, was even if you couldn't go, at least you knew for a couple hours, you didn't have to think about the medical issues. You could turn on a game and watch it. And there's, there's something special about baseball that like, that's what I was hoping you would say is something special, grabbing your girls, taking, you know, going to a game for three hours and just sitting there and hanging out and seeing people and just, It's just fun. You don't have to think about real world for three hours and it's entertainment. It's a good time. Um, You know, hockey is is different. It's entertainment, but it's angry Canadians and Russians with no teeth fighting on ice. Right. Yes.
1: It's it's not hot and you're not sweating your backside
0: off. That's true. That's true. It's kind of the trade off. But listen, there is a
1: reason for that. Not at hockey season
0: yet so we'll stick with baseball <laughs> there you go there you go well andy you've been so fantastic thank you for joining the the podcast and Absolutely. i i appreciate your answers they've been great i i love what you've had to say and and top fans i will make sure this drops when you hear it it just know we filmed it a day early but it drops and i'll i'll tag uh andy and her instagram in there so that you know you can send her a note and tell her how well she did so I thank you. I am going to have you back on at some point and we'll talk some more, but I appreciate your time today.
1: Absolutely. Thank you, Bill.
0: You bet.